Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Road Podcast.com. Sparky sitting here with Scotty Scotty before you say a word. Love. Oh. Exciting and new. Oh, some 70s baby making music right there, oh, isn't it? Yeah. You the like that love show? Boat. Oh, do you remember that show? Yes, I do remember that show. What was the name of the captain? McLeod. Uh, McLeod. Yes. Captain McLeod, yeah, or Steuben. Darren McLeod was the. I want to say Captain Steubing. Was it Captain Steubing? I don't know. Steubing. Yeah. Permission to come aboard, Captain Steubing. But we have <laughs> probably not what the show intended. <laughs> for this, uh, but the music was perfect, so we had to add it. But one of our good friends who you've heard on the podcast before, Clay Lyle. Who is not of this world. And thank God he's not. I am so grateful there's people like him alive and in this world that we can talk to. But we were playing for the Steelheads. They decided to wrap up a year, and Clay wasn't playing for the Steelheads, but he was definitely in their entourage, so to speak. He was a brother. He was a brother at arms, and the boys for a year and wind down decided to go on a little love boat tour of their own. And of course, unlike the very PG 70s version song you just heard, this one would be R, if not triple X. So Eddie was there. Oh, yeah. Because Eddie, I was reminding Eddie of Clay's version of this story. And I said, Clay on the love boat, and he started roaring. So anyway, rather than uh, you and me fiddle faddle around, let's just go right to the tape and hear Clay tell his story. Perfect. Gathered with the cheap seats, and my cheap seat to the left, he's rocking back and forth. His leg is wiggling, dying to talk it's to us. It's a handicap leg, sir. It's, it's, it does that on its own. Thank you for your sensitivity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captain Inappropriate strikes again. <laughs> We're starting off good. Clay, we got to know him with the Idaho Steelheads back when we started in 1997. Correct. And if there's been someone that can argue the most games played by the Idaho Steelheads history, I think Clay he should played. have a claim at it because <laughs> he's been the one consistent that's partied, hung out, been with the Steelheads the whole time. Went he should, should have number 69 retired in the, in the stands. And, uh, 68. That's where you go down on me, and then I owe you one. <laughs> <laughs> We're into that already. <laughs> we went from zero to 60 in about a millisecond. Clay's been around this mess of a hockey team in town and always a fun guy to have, but he's forgotten more stories than I think most of us have created. So in- Intriguing life, the hockey life. You know, I grew up on a ranch, got to know that lifestyle, ended up moving in with the boys, got to experience some of the fringe benefits, if you will. So the boys there getting free dinners, free tickets to concerts and stuff like that. I come up on a free cruise with the Steelheads. At the end of the year, all the boys kind of party in there, but it kind of goes their separate ways. So only three of the guys could actually cash in these vouchers to go on the cruise. And they were like, hey, we got this extra voucher. If you just want to be a Steelhead for a weekend, then uh, we'd love to have you. I said, yes, I can do that. I've already autographed, you know, a number of T-shirts and hockey sticks in the town. I figured why not uh, take it a step further and uh, hit the high seas, test out my sea legs. (laughs) When you were signing, by the way, uh, all this Steelhead memorabilia. Well, I was working for Budweiser at the time, so I went with Clay Budman Double Zero. (laughs) I wish I would have Buck Jammer the Hammer. That sounds so much cooler right now. But. Jammer the Hammer? Buck Jammer the Hammer. That's my alias I'm going by these days uh, <laughs> when I'm out out uh, on the streets. But, uh, <laughs> today it's just plain old clay, like the dirt. So we get these cruise tickets and fly down and stay with some of the San Diego team guys, work our way up the coast, and we get on this cruise and they tell us right away, hey, if you get three tickets on this cruise, you're going to get kicked off at whatever nearest port we're at. So, Oh, tickets being like a strike. Violations? Yeah, like violations. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, violations. Just three. Needless to say, 
I tested their theories <laughs> and their, their laws and their, their rules. Their policies. I thought those were suggestions, <laughs> not actual sentences. They weren't no. bold or anything. Yeah. So. I was wrong. <laughs> it started off really bad. We had already worked our way up the coast, like I said. So uh, we were nursing a five-day hangover. Everybody just wanted to go straight to their rooms. And uh, I went door the Explorer on the deal and just started checking out the boat. And I'm just making laps, working my way up. I got shuffleboard over here. I got volleyball courts over there. Dining rooms. 24-hour pizza bar. Very important location to have tucked away in the belt there. And I get all the way to the top of this Carnival Cruise boat. And here it comes. He's like a flight up. And this, like, admiral-looking guy comes cruising out of the door and takes a hard right. And the door's closing slowly. And I sprint up and catch it right before it locks. I open the door. I'm on the bridge of the Carnival Cruise ship. Fuck. Yeah, I'm at the helm, if you will. Yeah, ready? I got ready to pirate guys. my first ship. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. And uh, I see some low-hanging fruit there, the chain there. I grew up on the you know railroad life there. I knew what that was, but I couldn't resist. And I give her a little tug, and out comes the loudest, you know, <laughs> foghorn known to man. And little did I know that that was key to the rest of the ship, that the boat's taken off. So you still got people boarding, guys on the ground have the boat tied down, they're hucking oh, ropes. Jesus, yeah. Going. Yeah. Going yeah. Yeah. Shit's hitting the fan fast. I had security down on me. You're in the control room and control you just saw room. a button that you wanted no, to No, no, it was like a low chain, like a like a like a semi man. Okay, so you see a chain and you just pull it, right? Pull, give her a little tug. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right, continue. I, I just wanted to be sure yeah, that the, I heard that right. I honk the horn, if you will. <laughs> and <laughs> big an impressive horn. horn. Very impressive <laughs> horn. Decibel meters way up there. <laughs> and security converged. They got me. <laughs> and Not hard to isolate where this came from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, I'm getting interrogated. Sleeper cell. Terrorists being thrown out there. I don't know. But right. thank goodness I was with a good negotiator who was on the trip with us, one of the other hockey players. And they talked him off the ledge and give him the retarded brother story. And <laughs> <laughs> Just like deprivation. Orange. 90 proof. <laughs> Coursing through the veins, that whole deal. They let me off, but they issued me my first ticket. Day one, haven't even left port, got myself a ticket. Yellow card. Yeah, yeah. I got it tacked up on the wall like it was a degree or something. (laughs) My my buddy's like, this is not something to be proud of. I know I got two more to go. (laughs) We're not not done. We're not done. We are not done. (laughs) We haven't left the port yet. We have not left the port. So they take you up on the deck. Everybody, hundreds, thousands of people on the deck, y'all got your life vest on, has this whistle on it, and they tell you, hey, if you go overboard, GPS in the whistle, don't lose that, and take us through, and everything's going good, we go to one of the ports, we pop us some beers, right, walk in, you want a shot of tequila, love a shot of tequila, take a shot, don't swallow it, some little Mexican dudes start slapping the shit out of me, two of the bouncers grab me in each arm and leg, flip me upside down, shake me like a can of paint, flip me back down, slap me around some more. I'll have another. Yes, I loved it. Came to the right place. <laughs> yes. I'm, ho- I'm home. What do they wait? And uh, so we get back on the boat. And me and one of our buddies there was like, hey, we, we should do the Papas and Beers thing. We got to shove some sombreros. We're cruising around like, like a, a couple of party goers. And we're like, we need a whistle. I was like, well, I know where to get one of those whistles. <laughs> Remember that whistle down the, at the life vest. So I run down there. Cut it off my vest, tie it to the stampede string on my sombrero, come back up. My boy's already got a tray of tequila shots waiting. I just start cruising around. He's my heavy. I'm the whistleblower slapper. That was the funnest part, slapping and blowing the whistle. 
Well, the key to a successful tequila shot slap shake <laughs> is you want two shakers. I got one shaker. It's hard. He it's loses. Hard. It's a two-man job. It's a two-man job, <laughs> even for a strapping young buck. Like, what's his name was? So, shot goes in the mouth. I gave the girl a little slap. Nothing hard, nothing felony. And uh, <laughs> open, open palm. Open misdemeanor, palm. Misdemeanor yeah. stuff. Yeah. Forehand, not backhand. That's, that's the key. <laughs> Pitch track. Yeah. And he inverts her, goes for the shake, loses her. <laughs> we figure this, hey, learning experience. On to the next one. Decide not to help the girl up. We're not bad qu- choice. We're not quitters. We're, no, we're not quitters. But we probably should have scooped the mess up before we uh, went on. <laughs> moved on. <laughs> we moved on way too quickly. <laughs> She's coming too. Still. Yep. She felt embarrassed in front of the crowd. People pointing, laughing, taking pictures. And uh, next thing you know, as we're working on our second or third customer, we're getting it down pat. Here comes security again. Oh God, these guys. Over to here. We need to have a little talk. What's going on? You can't be taking guests, flipping them upside down, dropping them on their head. Very dangerous. Especially when you've been drinking. A lot of lawsuits. Where the fuck did you get this whistle, by the way? Uh, come with the sombrero. I purchased it in-house just with the sombrero and whistle. It said Carnival Cruise Line right on it, huh? Yes, sir, it did. It's just blinking in his face. At this point, it's really pissing him off because he knows I'm lying. So if I go down to your cabin, I'm going to find your whistle on your vest. Yeah, go ahead. And that's about 50 flights down by the goddamn chain that has the anchor in it. <laughs> Thanks for putting me there, by the way. <laughs> I think they call it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be long gone, swam back to freaking America by the time you get back up freaking investigating that crime. So he decided not to investigate. Stern warning, not a ticket. Oh. Doing good, yeah. Patent 500 Stern right warning. now. Yeah. You, got, you got one and a half yellow cards right now. One and a half yellow cards, kind of disappointed myself, but yeah, but still had the goal of a couple more tickets in mind. So I hook up with some, was out respecting some females that night <laughs> and get one that I was showing an extra little bit of respect mm-hmm. to. And, hey, have you ever been up at the bow of the boat? They call it the bow, right? The front? So, the bow of the boat and saw the starry light under the ocean, sea smell, whatever. This right? is where the Celine Dion song breaks in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can paint that picture for me. So we get up there, sparks fly, passion is, <laughs> passion is rich. He was angry that day, my friend. Passion is rich. He was angry. We embraced tightly. Yeah, so not a lot of posted signs were, hey, if the mood strikes, hook up here. I didn't see that neon sign, so I'm, I'm just shooting from the hip at this point, right? Little guns leading the way. Good size gun, I mean. Good size, good, good. Yeah. yeah. So we end up on this medic boat that they deploy during emergencies. It's on the boat, and it gets thrown into the water. Oh, this is a lifeboat. No, no, no. This isn't the lifeboat. This is different. This is the rescue boat with all the gear on it. Very cumbersome. There's nothing that says recline here and enjoy. (laughs) A nice, comfy sexual experience. Yeah, nothing like that. (laughs) It's awkward. It's weird. She's like, I can't go to my room. Obviously married. (laughs) 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 Or ashamed. Either one. I don't know. (laughs) I'm experienceable. But... I really didn't want to take her to my room. My roommate at the time was experiencing some sort of uh, colonitis or – do you remember the disease uh, colitis, he had? Colitis. Colitis. Very serious disease, by the way. He had to get checked out. We'd come back, and it was – they said it was life-threatening if he wouldn't have got that fixed. Right. But this guy couldn't be away from the toilet more than 10 minutes. 
and we're talking explosive diarrhea. In oh. fact, his nickname for years that became shit brick because Poor bastard. Yeah. he could not go ten minutes without <laughs> you, explosive diarrhea. Sir shits a lot, though you know my <laughs> roomie. So I knew he had been working his own magic and was hopefully paired up with some girl somewhere else. A fellow so, gastrointestinal disorder person. Yeah, you attract like minds, <laughs> like colons, I guess. Penises. <laughs> so cruise down to the room. Getting it on, things are looking up. Sure as shit, here comes shit brick rolling in the door. <laughs> well, he can't see that we're in the room. My headboard is right against the bathroom, right. which is like a little plastic shit box that you see on the construction site. <laughs> right. Yeah. Support a potty. Yeah. He busts right in the room, doesn't look around the corner to see that we're laying in the bed, and proceeds to go dumb and dumber on this freaking, <laughs> I mean, legs up shaking, just rumbling the boat. The girls, the mood is getting killed fast, super fast. Oh, don't listen to that, honey, kissing, kissing. Yeah. <laughs> then the smell hits us. Game over. Game over immediately. <laughs> Exit left. <laughs> but I'm not done. <laughs> we, don't, we didn't raise quitters. We didn't raise a quitter. She's like, maybe I should just go back to my room. I'm like, no, god damn it. We're, this is magical. It's going to happen. This is what I dreamed about since I was a little kid, you know? So back up the top of the boat we go, and I find the life raft. The life raft, the one you see in uh, Titanic with the big benches across the middle. The only problem is, is they're hanging over the sides of the boat, swinging yeah, not secure. No, they're like, they dangle over the sides. Very dangerous. Yeah. And I look down 150 feet before I uh, hit dark water in the middle of the night. Angry sea. <laughs> middle of the ocean. No one knows where we're at. Life whistle's fucking way gone. <laughs> what, could, what, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? So I make the leap first, you know, mission success. I'm in the boat. You actually had to take a mini leap to get on it? Not a mini leap. It was a pretty good leap. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get all the way in. I was kind of hanging over the side when I hit. Scamper in. It's still better than the shit box. So I'm doing good. I'm seeing this as a better alternative. So she's like, hell no. (laughs) That looks scary and stupid. and Shut Please stop. I love you. This is meant to be. Which put you in jeopardy? I love you. Negotiations. We get through some rough times, and she decides to make the leap. Catch her, scrape her, drag her right in. (laughs) At least the pants come off right away. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're in the deep blue sea. Yeah, I go with the doggy position. One of my favorites. (laughs) Got her over over the bench. Things are going good. All of a sudden, down comes the spotlight. Oh, security. Has converged once again upon <laughs> my location. God, you guys, every time. Cock blocking sons of bitches. <laughs> I am not happy. So we're like, sir, disengage. <laughs> <laughs> disengage. <laughs> Undock. Yeah. Undock. Yes. Clearly can, a mall cop. Can I, yeah. <laughs> can I get a moment, guys? No, lights are there for the whole procedure. So we close back up, embarrassed. I'm proud. <laughs> she, she saw a nine. So they get a little plank. Don't come over. We got to send the guy over, strap us up. Realizing how dangerous it was to get in and out of this boat after I saw how we had to exit the boat. Probably wasn't a good idea how we decided to get in. Didn't dodge the ticket on this one. Did not dodge the ticket. Number, have to write you up number two, come hard and fast. <laughs> you got slapped up. Number two, come hard and fast. And they end up watching me. I finally went to the nude sunbathing deck. Still didn't deviate from the original goal. Right. Which was happy endings for everybody. <laughs> like, like my dad always told me, sex is like Chinese food. It's not over till bull people get a cookie. <laughs> I see Bill and 
Pedro and Bob over there smoking cigarettes in the corner. Not even joking. <laughs> I'm laying back on a recliner chair, like one of those sunbathing chairs, and I, I look back and I see him just watching from the corner. But this time there was a posted sign, nudity was allowed. Okay. And they let it happen. They were very concerned. Like, hey, next ticket, we're near Mexico, sir. <laughs> and when I boarded onto the boat, I had to use a birth certificate and high school yearbook for a picture I'd eaten. So I don't think they're going to take, they're not going to take that at the border for me to get back across is what I'm saying. <laughs> Time time you actually had your high school yearbook. Yeah, last one too. I lost it. <laughs> I left the birth certificate folded up on the page in a seedy hotel room in Huntington Beach, California. Son of a bitch, man. Credit score is not You're looking not... good because of that right now. <laughs> Can I see I'm a solid 220. Yeah, valid. <laughs> Form of ID. Oh, here's my 19, 18, and they let me on the boat 96. with that. <laughs> the best part is, is it worked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the whole time I got, I got the oh uh, Edwards negotiating the whole deal for me. He's like my, like, oh, God, this is just, this is just like a hard child to rage right here. It's just exhausting going anywhere with Clay. The last one I almost got, they almost deported me, was we decided to try to bootleg some rich agave tequila oh, back in. They told us not to do it. Again, suggestions, right? <laughs> I like your suggestions. Yeah. Carnival, so I'm dragging a duffel bag back onto the boat. <laughs> clink, yeah, clink, clink. I was wearing a backpack when I left. <laughs> and I get on there. I'm going to slip the guy a 50, right? I'm a big spender. And maybe it was 20. Sorry, I probably embellished. And... Uh, <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 you know, you know the rules, right, sir? Uh, what rules? Give him the little slide, you know, the little slippy do. And he gives me the old look over the shoulder camera right down upon us. He's like, set my hands. Just leave that bag right there and get the hell out of here. What bag? <laughs> Never to get that elusive third ticket. Oh. Uh, mission success. Well, Scotty, I guess we can confidently say that Clay delivered on that story. He always does. Yep. Okay, that wraps it up for this episode of TalesFromTheRoadPodcast.com. If you want to hear more stories, jump on the website or also on iTunes. So search for us. And also check out our website for our shopping stuff. We definitely have a lot of cool Tales from the Road memorabilia, as a matter of fact. And with also that being said, we want your stories. You think Clay's got good stories? I'm sure there's a million other stories. We want to hear them. There is a cool function on that website where you can record your story briefly. We take a listen. And if we like. You're on. Boom, that easy. That easy, that good. Again, it's always worth reminding people. A lot of people say, hey, I couldn't find it. It was TalesFromTheRoad.com. It's TalesFromTheRoadPodcast. That is the URL.com. TalesFromTheRoadPodcast.com. So thanks for listening, everybody, and hope you enjoy it. See you around the corner next episode.